It's been almost two years since children Jada, Maverick and Ember disappeared from Marakopa with their fugitive dad, Tom Phillips, and police are increasingly concerned they're being dragged into crime. Phillips reappeared briefly last week, caught on CCTV, allegedly trying to break into the Peel Peel Superette, and he had a helper with him. The person was heavily disguised, but police say it's one of his children who are aged between 7 and 10 years old, one of the last times Phillips was seen. He was allegedly armed and robbing a Tikawiti bank. Police say he had a petite person helping him then, although they can't say if it was one of his children. But at the time, a witness told Checkpoint it was a girl, and she was armed. All of this raises significant questions about Jada, Maverick and Ember's welfare. Well, joining us now is clinical psychologist Dougal Sutherland. Kia ora, Dougal. Kia ora, Lisa. Almost two years on the runs. What, what would your key concern be here? Oh, I think two concerns. One is the just the level of isolation that the kids would have had being away from extended family, from their mum and just out of the... Out of out of circulation with the rest of the world, and the other concern I think is really about what's the mind state of the the family environment that they're living in that would make it okay for them to engage in this sort of behaviour. Um, you know, potentially breaking into to, to shops, etc. Yeah, because the police are deeply concerned about the escalation here and potentially that these children are now being involved in crime with the, one of them believed to be involved in the, in the attempted store break-in. I'm just wondering, how does a child recognize, uh, reconcile that, masking up, joining in, um, when you know in a previous life they would have known that was wrong? Look, I, I think it speaks to perhaps how long they have been away from the rest of society. And, and, and the problem is, of course, none of us have any further information about the, the environment that Dad and the kids are living in. Yeah, t- two possibilities spring to mind. One is that Dad is being very authoritative and, you know, directing, instructing, forcing the kids into doing this. Um, I don't know if that's a particularly likely one. I think more likely is a situation where Dad and other people who have been around have somehow developed a world belief um, in the kids and in the family that this sort of behaviour is is necessary or is okay or is allowable um, just by the fact that they've been away from the rest of society for so long that those those beliefs have been able to be developed. And that's a theory, I think, but nobody really knows for sure, of course. So, Dougal, is there a possibility that they're being sort of poisoned to the outside world, that other people are to be feared and avoided as such? Yeah, well, I, I guess that's a possibility that that, that's, um, that something like that is going on, that there's a story that the kids have been led to believe about this is why it's really important uh, for us to do this, because there needs to be something to justify that sort of behaviour, because they would know that... Um, they, they probably know at some level that doing this is wrong, so there has to be some way of reconciling that for them to, to engage in that behaviour if, if it's not just because Dad is forcing them to do it. So the oldest child is now 10, and, and I suppose as they get older, as you mentioned, it's harder to kind of come back from that isolation. What, what, what does that involve, reintegrating as such? 
I think the reintegration process would need to be really slow and really careful and really step by step. Um, imagine if you had been away, if any of us had been away, locked away from, from broader society for two years and then stepping back into the hustle and bustle of, of what's happening in the world. It would be a big shock for any of us, let alone for a child. So I think very gently... Uh, introducing them back, um, understanding what their worldview has been um, that that dad has woven for them, and very gently testing that, perhaps gently challenging that and introducing them to other ways of thinking about it. But that will be a slow process because I would imagine that they feel quite strongly connected to dad, rightly or wrongly. um, They've been with him for two years, and, and I imagine that the connections are pretty strong. What about just basic things like education and going to school? Um, yep, one assumes that that's not happening. Of course, that doesn't mean they're not getting any education. Um, you know, you can conjure up in your mind images of a of a of a bush classroom where they're being taught to to read and to write, etc. Um, but they're certainly well outside the the usual um, education system for for most children. Um, and and I think that as it goes on, that'll have more and more of an impact. So per- perhaps uh, quite a big impact or a gro- increasing impact for the older two kids. And a negative impact, do you think, Dougal? I I think so. I I think they're really probably missing out here. Um, Their development in that education space has, has, has probably been at least delayed, you would have to to imagine, Um, and they'll take some catching up, a lot of catching up. Thank you so much for your time. That is Dr Dougal Sutherland, who is a clinical psychologist. Now, in a statement, Oranga Tamariki says it has been supporting and working alongside police and staff have been across the issue since Mr Phillips and his children first went missing. A spokesperson says their priority is the children and ensuring that they are safe and well. They say it is in the best interest of the children for anyone with information to contact police or Oranga Tamariki urgently.